Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. We are so excited to have a very special guest with us that we have just been using her products and following her and her story and her goodness and all the great stuff she puts out to the world for, for years now. And so she's a certified nutritionist. She's a mental health advocate. She hosts the top 20 podcasts, Just Ingredients. She is a mom of six and makes all non-toxic products. So we are just so grateful and so excited to have you here. Welcome to the podcast, Miss Carolyn. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh my goodness. Well, we've been so excited about just getting to sit down and have a conversation with you. Like, like MK said earlier, you know, we've been following your stuff for so long and just seeing there's such a need for what you bring to the world. There's such a need for what you bring, you know, through social media, through your website, all of that. So we're excited to dive into who is Carolyn? How did you get involved with your company or what made you start Just Ingredients? And so let's just start there. You know, who is Carolyn? So... I'll tell you my background and how I got started in all of this. So it's a little journey. Um, I never set out for this and I'll explain what happened. So um, 16 years ago, I actually found myself with suicidal depression and I actually attempted suicide, but thankfully by miracles and the grace of God, it did not happen. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, that is when I knew I had reached my complete bottom, you know, complete it was darkness. I just didn't, I couldn't find hope. I couldn't find any peace. I couldn't find any happiness. I just knew I'd hit rock bottom. So I knew I needed help. So I went searching, um, for a doctor that would help me heal because I kept thinking I haven't always been like this. So something had to have happened to cause this depression. And I kept thinking, I know the body, like if you break a bone with a cast or the right tools, your body heals. And so I'm like, there's got to be a way to heal from this. So I went to the first doctor and the first doctor's like, sorry, there's nothing we can really do to help you heal from depression, but we can put you on an antidepressant. And don't get me wrong. I have nothing against antidepressants because for me, they were life-saving at the time. But my frustration was, I would say, well, will these antidepressants heal me? And they would always say no. And so then I went to doctor after doctor for two years and they all said the same thing. And granted, this was 16 years ago. So if your doctor tells you today that they don't know how to heal from depression and that there's nothing out there except antidepressants run because you've got a doctor who is like a dinosaur, there is so much more research these days. Um, so I finally found a doctor two years later and she was like, 
yes, I can help you. And she's like, there's no magic pill though. This isn't going to happen overnight. We've got to go on a long journey together. Mm-hmm. And depression is the cause of lots of different root symptoms or a lot of root causes. And finally your body breaks down and depression is like your body screaming for help. Like, Hey, there's all these things going on in your body. Help me. And so, um, through like blood work, saliva tests, um, urine tests, we figured out all of my root causes and there were a lot. Um, and so we addressed all of those and there, I mean, there are so many root causes. So people always want to know like, well, what were your root causes? Well, mine were, I was low on vitamin D. I couldn't absorb my B vitamins. And if you can't absorb B vitamins, you just mentally can't exist. I had food issues. I had adrenal issues. Oops, not food issues, food intolerances, Um, adrenal issues. My hormones were off. My cortisol was out of control. Like my list of things just went on and on. And so I went on this 18 month journey or so with her where we worked on all of these underlying root causes. And I healed myself from those. And, um, and during that 18 months, I learned from her a lot of things about the body, about what we put in our body and on our body and how they affect our hormones and how they affect our overall health. And that was the beginning of my um, quest in this health, health journey. And so after about a year, Then I started weaning off of my antidepressants. And so I tell people like, don't just go cold turkey off of them, figure out your underlying root causes, work on those underlying root causes, and then slowly taper off of antidepressants. And so that's what happened. And then for years, I just was so curious about nutrition because I had seen a 180 with my health or really like a 360 with my health. And so I just started reading about nutrition and going to classes. And then finally I went back to school to get my nutrition certificate. And about five years ago, um, I just really kept feeling like I needed to share my story. And I kept saying like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to share it because people are very critical about mental health. People don't understand it. They're very judgmental. And then everybody around me, I felt like was sick. They were either dealing with depression or anxiety or autoimmune issues or chronic fatigue, migraines, you name it. It was my neighbors, my family members, relatives, church members, you know, everyone. And so then I kept feeling this prompting, like, just share your story and tell people, like, give people little tips of how easy it is to actually live a healthy lifestyle. So I thought, okay, fine. I'll create this little hobby. I want this little hobby. And if I get 2000 followers, then I've done what I've been like feeling I need to do. And so I started just ingredients and just wanted to give people little tips because really I wanted to go cook for all these people for like a month, all my friends, neighbors, church members. Cause I kept thinking if I could just cook for them for a month, I know they would feel so much better, but obviously that wasn't possible. So um, I started this Instagram account where I gave little tips and it just keeps growing and growing. And I think it just shows that people are hungry for the information out there. They don't want to just leave their hamburgers and pancakes and jump to a kale and sardine diet. And, the, and we don't have to. We can still enjoy our pancakes and hamburgers, but we can also make them with more nourishing foods. And Love so it. I'm just trying to teach people 
how to nourish their body a little bit better. Because if we nourish our bodies, they want to do us good and they'll do us good. But if we don't nourish our bodies, they start crumbling and falling apart. And in my case, it was depression that just came full force because my body just could not handle anymore. So wow. that's how it all got started. And that's my background of how it got started. I love it's it. Amazing. I mean, and, and praise God, because you're, it's I always say like your wounds become your compass of where he's directing us in life. And tr- you're the perfect example of that, of like not staying stuck there, but becoming the compass for this amazing work that you're doing. And it's, it really is. It, it's really amazing. So I was curious when you said, you know, you kept seeing doctors. It's like there was something inside of you that knew, like, I don't know if you call it the Holy Spirit, whatever, but like you just knew, no, there has to be something else. What kept you motivated to keep, keep going and keep going and find someone that actually could help you rather than saying, well, I've seen everyone. I've exhausted all options. Yeah, it's frustrating. I'll tell you that, but I knew that. I had this instinct feeling of, I know the body is miraculous. I know the body can heal itself. We've all heard miraculous stories of people healing from things, right? And I just kept saying to myself, I know the body can do this, but I don't know the tools of how to help it. And so really though, it was my kids that kept me going because at the time I had three kids. And so I was like, I almost lost my life. I almost gave up my kids like gave up on all of these amazing blessings because I'm so miserable. So I have to find help. And so I just kept, you know, going from doctor after doctor after doctor and really praying that I would find a doctor that would help me. And finally I did. And so that was an answer to prayer really. And from there, it's this whole journey I've been on. (laughs) You know what I love about that too, because I think people, people, almost think that their body is against them. You know, there's almost this misconception that your body is against you when really everything in our bodies wants to thrive. You know, you cut yourself, your body starts immediately, you know, starts to form that scab, like your starts to, you know, the blood starts to clot. Like you, our bodies want to heal when they're given what they need to heal. And, and the way that I, especially when I was doing a lot of training and working in the health and fitness industry, one of the examples I would always give is, you know, you can't put water in a gasoline tank and ex- and expect the car to go. You know, it's just not going to do it. And the same thing with our bodies. I think there's a lot of misconception that, well, as long as I'm eating low fat or as long as I'm doing just, you know, keto or just paleo or just whatever the stuff is, right? We have lots of different ideas and, and it's not that certain eating certain ways is a bad thing, but recognizing what you put in your body does matter. You know, it's either fuel or poison. And so being able to look at it from that perspective that your body does want to help you thrive. It wants to heal. Like that's the way God made our bodies to operate. You give it what it needs and and, and it does, you know, um, what would you say, you know, you've got people out there who one of the complaints and we were talking about this a little bit before the show, you know, people will say all the time, well, I would eat healthy, but healthy stuff tastes gross. <laughs> what would you oh, say? Oh, and sardines. I know. <laughs> What would you say to that person? Well, and that's like what I'm trying to teach. What I said before, like, it doesn't have to be this kale and sardine diet, even though those are great, but that's not, everybody's not ready for that. Um, I think we we have that misconception that eating healthy is like these Pinteresty type bowls that are full of all of these, you know, I see them online. They're like 
quinoa and beans and veggies and everything, which is great. And yeah, sometimes I eat, those are amazing. But do I have time for that every single day with six kids? Absolutely not, you know? And so eating um, eating to nourish your body can be the things like a yummy protein shake, a hamburger. You can make a hamburger with amazing, you know, um, grass-fed beef that has a ton of amino acids in it for you. That's so good for your body. Or you can eat the, you know, some junk hamburger full of, some vegetable oil and some high fructose corn syrup in the bun. And you know what I mean? It's just matter of choices and teaching people that the food really does matter. That's the first hurdle though, is actually teaching people that the food does matter because you have to first teach them that food nourishes the body because a lot of people out there just think they can eat whatever they want. And they also think that some, um, for instance, like red 40, this, I just had this, this weekend, some lady was trying to convince me that red 40 does nothing to your body. And I'm like, you know what, there's actually every single ingredient that goes through your body does something. Even water does something at the cellular level. So everything that passes through your body will do something. So like you said previously, it's either going to nourish your body or not nourish your body. Mm -hmm. And so we have to first learn that concept that uh, food's going to do something. So you get to choose what you want it to do Two, our bodies need to be nourished. And then three, something that you said earlier, um, we've got to teach that when we're sick, when we're depressed, these things, um, it's not a life sentence. It's not a doomsday. And that's where I felt with that depression. And that's why I attempted suicide. And that's why so many that, you know, are depressed attempt suicide because they feel like, oh my gosh, I can't live like this the whole rest of my life. This darkness is so terrible. I've got to just end it. And so we've also got to educate like, Hey, look, there's hope and healing out there for all these terrible things that people are having to deal with health wise. Mm -hmm. Um, but we've got to do our part and nourish our bodies. Mm, so true. And it's so, it's so culturally, it's so countercultural in America because we live this lifestyle, especially with six kids, as you know, of just running kids and drive throughs. And like, it's really not that hard if you prepare. I think preparation is a key. You can't, you know, you have to prepare. Um, and it's, it's way less expensive. One of my favorite things you do that I have found so much gold in is your swaps. Those like this for that. And showing that everyone thinks organic has to be so expensive. Well, it doesn't. And especially if you're replacing, like I do one of your protein, but you all, her protein is unbelievable. Get her protein shakes. They're it's awesome. Not, it's not chalky. It's oh, my favorite is the chocolate, but uh, I've tried them all. I've tried. They're all good. There's not one that's bad. And if oh, I'm doing it with you. fruit, I like the vanilla. But um, if you're replacing that for a whole meal, it's far less expensive than Chick-fil-A is probably $7 for a meal. And so you really have to start thinking also of not just that immediate cost, but like how expensive is cancer? How expensive is depression? How expensive are all these things? And I mean, I would love for you to kind of give, I don't know, just an overview of how you, how you connect it all. Like how do you, especially in this countercultural world, how do you let people see the value that your food is medicine for you, be it good or bad. And and how do you buy into that? Because our culture is so America, we are so unhealthy. Well, and I try to just teach basic things like ketchup, for instance, 
Okay. Everybody, like you said, thinks organic is way expensive or that organic is just some trendy new label that means absolutely nothing, which is not the case. Anyway, so I just, a simple swap for a day might be like, hey, you guys, on the shelf at the grocery store are two uh, ketchups. One has high fructose corn syrup. One does not. High fructose corn syrup is not great for our guts. So if they're the exact same price, let's just choose the one without high fructose corn syrup. That's simple. Everybody can do that, right? Uh, prime, prime example is at Walmart, the jams for like peanut butter and jam sandwiches, Welch's, those common brands, they all have one with high fructose corn syrup and one without high fructose corn syrup sitting right next to each other. And they are always the same price. So I'm like, just choose the better choice. So I'm trying to teach that there's like good, better and best choices out there. And maybe the best is the organic or the pasture raised or the grass fed. And maybe sometimes we can't afford that in our budgets. I know with six kids, I couldn't always afford that, but I can always choose a better choice. Mm -hmm. So I can choose the jam without the high fructose corn syrup. Same with the ketchup. I can find a barbecue sauce without the high fructose corn syrup. It's just every item in our pantry, our fridge, there's a better choice out there and we just need to be educated on what those better choices are. And everybody can do that. Even, um, you know, people on welfare, like people will tell me like, I can't afford it. Well, we actually have done welfare twice before when my husband lost his job. Um, It's a great blessing that's out there for people. And guess what? When that ketchup with the high fructose and without are the same price, you can do that. You know what I mean? And so- Read labels. Right. It, it comes down to that. And um, I learned when I was on my health journey that as soon as I stopped paying for all the prepackaged foods and actually just bought apples, oranges, tangerines, bananas, you know, more of the fruits and veggies to feed my kids for snacks that our grocery bill actually went down quite a bit, quite a bit. And so it is that prepackaged processed food that really adds up. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a mind shift we have to switch, you know, and it's just educating people. And back to like your fast food comment, you were saying the other night, Saturday night, I had worked at an expo all day, gotten my daughter off to homecoming. I was exhausted. And I thought, okay, the old me would have just gone to a drive through. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't want to cook anything. What can I do in five minutes that will provide enough sustenance for the kids? You know what I mean? And nutrients. You guys, I just put in an orange, a lemon, some frozen berries, handfuls of spinach, um, lots of chia seeds for some little fat, and then a bunch of scoops of my vanilla protein powder, mixed it up. It was amazing, delicious. It had fats, carbs, and protein in it. It was great. Took me five minutes and we were done. You need to remind me of that because I'll get home and be like, healthy. So we're just not going to eat dinner tonight. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Like, we're just going to skip a meal. You can have an RX bar. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, I love it. That's, 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 the simplicity of that, I think, is what's so good. Was so good because I think for a lot of people, when they realize, oh, I need to change nutrition, it's almost so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. They're not sure where to start. So they don't start. Well, and they also think it's a diet. And this is not a diet. This is a lifelong journey, a lifelong health journey. And so yeah. I'm constantly teaching, like, Make one little step at a time, whatever you can do. If that's changing one thing a week, one thing a month, 
If it's when you've ran out of a product and you can replace it with a better choice, do what you can do so that you stay on this journey for a lifetime. And it's not this sprint, you know, oh, I'm going to do this two week new meal plan. Yes. No, it's just one little better choice at a time because eventually it'll all add up to this healthy lifestyle. That's so good. And it's not just food, right? It's like all the products that we put on our body. And I think sometimes that's been a big piece of education that, that you've delivered to me is we don't think about how deodorant affects us or lotions or, you know, face creams, sunscreen, and those really tell us a little bit about how those get into our bodies and how the skin absorbs so much. Yes. Yeah, so I tell people our bodies are amazing, right? We have got this liver that is the best detoxer. We've got these detox pathways. And so our body knows how to detox knows how to get rid of this junk. The problem is we just are bombarding our bodies with so many toxins that it can't do its proper job. And so we absorb top toxins by what we put on our body. So when we rub body lotion, like into our skin, a lot of those ingredients can absorb down into the bloodstream. We digest toxins by what we eat. And then we also breathe toxins by what we are breathing in the house with candles, plug-ins, cleaning supplies, things like that. And so I split it up into three categories like that. When I talk on my page, sometimes I'll talk about household cleaners and the candles. Sometimes I'll talk about the things we're rubbing in our skin, the body lotion, the, the makeup, the shaving cream, the soap, the body wash, all of that. And then the food. And so the body lotion, the bath wash, all of that, people yeah. will always tell me like, well, it's just a little bit just in one product. Yeah. And I'll say to them, your teenage daughter only uses one product because my teenage daughter, she uses body wash every day, shampoo, conditioner, then she's slathering her whole body with body lotion and then the deodorant and then the makeup and then the perfume. So yes. how much is a little at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And as women, we do the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so these body lotions, and I mean, all body products, a lot of them have preservatives, which they need called, well, we need preservatives in them, mm -hmm. but we're using these preservatives called parabens and parabens are endocrine disruptors. And these endocrine disruptors are affecting not only women's health, but men's health. And they're affecting women with infertility issues, terrible PMS issues, um, acne, PCOS, I mean, migraines, you name it, anything that can affect the hormones because an endocrine disruptor is mimicking a hormone so that your hormones can't do its actual job. And so um, there's other choices out there for preservatives. We don't need to be using these endocrine disruptors. Mm -hmm. And the other thing with these um, beauty products, these body lotions, bath washes, all of them, well, not all, a lot of them have something called phthalates in it. Phthalates is what's keeping the scent there. So that cherry blossom and the orange citrus or all these names, you know, that we've got for every lotion and bath wash out there. It's keeping their scent. Well, that is an endocrine disruptor. So how many times are these poor teenage girls mm -hmm. or these women rubbing in these endocrine disruptors in their body 10 times every morning, you know, yeah. then spraying perfume at lunch or dinner, or who knows, you know what I mean? And so we've got to just start teaching like, hey, you don't have to go without. I'm never saying don't use body lotion or perfume. Let's just use a better choice. 
yes. that doesn't have the endocrine disruptors that are messing with your hormones. And I think a big issue of mine with the depression, well, I know, so my hormones were off mm-hmm. and I'm sure those body lotions and body washes and all those things were contributing to my hormonal imbalance. So mm-hmm. I was trying to teach these, especially wow. younger girls. And I think, cause I have a teenage daughter just trying to teach them like, look, don't mess with that stuff. It's messing with your body. Let's just make better choices. So good. What would you say, you know, on this journey of just your own health journey, but then also bringing this to other people and, and as you've been building just a tribe of people, right. And a, and a company and a brand. And what would you say has been kind of the biggest difficulty or challenge that you've had so far? And then what did you learn from that? Um, oh, there's been lots of difficulties <laughs> and lots of challenges. I'm like, yeah. which one do you want me to probably my hardest challenge is the naysayers, I guess I should say the ones that are like, you can eat whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Food doesn't affect anything. Food isn't medicine, you know, so combating that on a daily basis, yes. I think is probably my hardest challenge. Mm-hmm. And I, but I've come to accept that not everybody is ready to live a healthier lifestyle. Usually they have to hit rock bottom or a child has a new diagnosis unfortunately of like being celiac or you know or someone in their family is just not feeling good so they finally want to switch so everybody I feel like people will come around in their own due time and if they're not ready for it then my page isn't probably for them you know but that is probably the hardest thing is because I just want to pull my hair out and be like oh my goodness there's so much research like science research that this stuff yeah is amazing. yeah there's I mean the so much research and just your journey of seeing the progression with your story and 16 years ago, it's, it's vastly different. I mean, I feel like information is coming so much more quickly now. And it's, I'm interested just to hear about like, as you put this out there five years ago on uh, just on the platform, are you mostly just on Instagram? I mean, that's where we follow you. Yeah. So I now have a Facebook group that is growing quite well. And then I've been attempting uh, TikTok lately, which is comical. You do a little dance. Uh, <laughs> well, my teenagers try yeah. to like give me tips of things to do, and I try it, and sometimes yeah. it works. Sometimes it I doesn't. Love, so I love it. No, but but as you built this journey, have has it been like an organic growth? Just like it sounds like when you went into this, it was just like kind of like a, like you said, a call of just sharing your story in order to help others. Has there been? the frustration from the business side, or have you just been detached from that and just stepped into the growth as organically as it has come? It's very organic because I'll tell you, um, there's all these like Instagram classes, like do this to grow your following, or you need to post this amount of times per day or whatever. And I've never done any of that. I have just thought I will do me. And if it works great, and if it doesn't, oh, well, And so it has grown organically, but I also believe that God has had a hand in a lot of it. Um, I've heard miraculous stories of healing. I mean, um, lots and lots. I mean, I almost want to just write a book of all these healing Mm. stories, but I, I know I might lots of women who battled infertility for years 
and cleaned up their products they were using and cleaned up their food and then got pregnant on their own. I've had people tell me before they've announced it to their family that they got pregnant because they're so excited that they followed everything I said, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my most favorite is when people tell me like, you helped me figure out my root causes to, to depression and I got help and now I'm off all my antidepressants or I've helped quite a few that were at the verge of attempting suicide and I've like tried to help them and they have healed. So that's why I say, I think people just spread the word, like they'll like a post and then spread it to friends and things like that. But I think they know who to send it to like, Oh, you're dealing with depression. Let me send you this post or you're dealing with infertility. Let me send you this post. So that's why I say like, I think God's hands been in it because he's, there's been all these stories of healing and saving lives. And so I think um, yeah, it's just grown organically. I've never followed some rule about what to do or not to do on Instagram. I love it. I love every second of it. And that's part of what we talk about here so much is that we have such a father of details in every area of our life. And he's not just up in the clouds, hoping we have a great life, but he is a father of details as we lean into, you know, utilizing and allowing that cross to become there's gold in everything. Right. And, and he, him redeem all of our suffering. So it's, it really is a story of redemption. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Um, and to follow up to that, I would ask you like, as a busy mom of six, I want your own advice of like, your company has grown big now. I mean, I want to know what's next in the line. Like when's the makeup line coming? Come on, I'm ready. Uh, Let's go. Mom of six, like, how do you do it all? Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard balance, but what I do tell a lot of moms, because I get asked that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I always say there's a time and a season for everything. And I think God knew I couldn't do this when I had littles and when I had toddlers, but now that my kids are older, it's been really fun. They've been involved in the business with me and my kids help me a ton. I'm showing them on Instagram, cooking dinner with me, but they go to expos with me and help me at expos. They're delivering product. You know what I mean? So we're at a stage of life that my older kids can help me so that I can do this. Cause I could, there's no way hands down. I could have done this with littles. So I think people just moms need to realize there's a time and a season for everything. I love that. Oh. What about what, what was it like? Was your husband always on board with, you know, cause you, one of the things that I've heard a lot is, you know, when people are starting to make those changes in food, well, I really want to make these changes, but my husband is not on board with it, you know, or my kids aren't on board with it. So, you know, what was your personal experience with starting on this health journey? Because it probably was different from what y'all were doing before. (laughs) And, you know, so how was that for you guys? And then what advice also do you give that, that woman who, you know, she's trying to make those changes, but her husband and kids maybe are, are just, you know, pushing against that. Yeah. So that is a issue I get, you know, people talk to me about every day. So here's a few things with the kids. So I always say consistency is key. So they need to know that this isn't some new two-week diet that mom is doing. It's, hey, we're going to try to just nourish our bodies more. And so at dinner every night, we're going to have a fruit and a vegetable now every single night at dinner. And that just becomes habit, right? And so they always know that there's a vegetable and a dinner, I mean, a, a fruit at dinner. Simple things like that. It's not going to your pantry and throwing out all the food at once and being like, guess what? There's no more lucky charms or fruit snacks ever, you know, let them finish it up. And then you're the gatekeeper. I always say moms, you're the gatekeeper of what food comes into the house. Mm -hmm. 
So let's, you know, let them finish the food. And if they love applesauce, guess what? There's applesauce with high fructose corn syrup, crazy enough. And there's applesauce without, let's just buy the better choice. They'll never know. You know what I mean? So most Mm -hmm. swaps you can make with kids, they actually never know. Like, are they going to know that you swap to a different ketchup? Probably not. Are they going to know you swap to a different um, jam? Probably not. There's maybe some things that might be a little bit harder, some cereal maybe like, but it, can be exciting and fun. Like, Hey, I saw this new cereal. Look, we're going to try this one. This one has no artificial dyes or no artificial um, preservatives. You know what I mean? So I always tell parents one consistency two, they're the gatekeeper. Um, and three, just have fun with it. And also educate as you're going along. Like, so good. there's nothing wrong with saying to the kids, like, Oh, we're going to try this new cereal. Because artificial dyes don't really nourish our bodies. So we're going to try this cereal that's a little bit better for our body. We don't have to say that the foods are good or bad. Yeah. And we don't have to claim them as that. We can, And there's, I have nothing against treats. We'll just say that. I have nothing against treats. I do have an issue with treats every single day or at every single lunch. I think we get too many yes. and kids get too much sugar, too many inflammatory oils, things like that. But that's a whole little sidetrack. But we can teach our kids how these foods nourish our bodies mm-hmm. and that we are, have been given these miraculous bodies. We just have to feel them properly. That's, so, that's something that I think is always amazing. Cause I, I have five brothers and you know, like we said earlier, and four of them are married with kids and every one of them healthy food, you know, from the time they're little, you know, this is just what's fed, right. And it's just, it's what's in the house. So they don't even know any different, you know, and they love it. Like they right. all eat vegetables and they all eat fruits and they all eat, you know, good meat. They, you know, so they're very, um, but it's amazing when that is kind of the mentality of when people are like, Oh, well, my kids will never eat that. And it, and it is interesting where it's like, well, you know, if that food was the other, wasn't there, what would you do? <laughs> You know, and it's right. like, awesome. mom, one of the biggest challenges is that with grandparents, like it's like their love language is to bring in cupcakes. I'm like, why stop? Take this. I'll take my dad comes in all the time. He's a dentist and people leave, bring stuff to his office. And he like delivers the garbage to my house. And I'm like, take it to the trash can. Cause remember I have five brothers too. The daughter-in-laws might get mad at him. So he can take it to their house. He takes them all to my house. It's like, what do you do with grandparents? You all are, you're running my efforts here. Well, and then this is also where I say treats are okay. Like we can't every day. They see their grandparents every day. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. My kids don't see their grandparents every day. But if it's a special occasion when they're going to grandma and grandpa's house, fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, but not every day. That's what we've got to change the mind shift of because it's the lunch boxes are full of treats. It's then sports practices are full of treats. And then we have dessert at, after dinner. And you know what I mean? It's it way too- love language doesn't have to, like every treat doesn't have to be edible. Like what about a coloring book or what about like, let's go out and spend some time together. So it's, I have noticed like ever since I started following you, I'll always notice like what's in the weekly ad. And it's always the process. Like they always are promoting their processed junk, you oh, know, yeah. and it's, yep. It's just all the time to me of like how this is what they put on sale. Another challenge I have with a big family and would love your feedback on this is buying in bulk. I can't always find the things. So do you have any feedback on that? Like buying the, the Sam's Club or the Costco, it doesn't have as many, they don't have options. Yeah. So 
on this health journey, we were never rich. We were on a very, very tight budget with six kids. And so I had to learn really fast how to find things in bulk. And so that's actually one thing that I really recommend to people. It's sort of crazy at first, but then it ends up being really fun. So like we buy our oats, but like oat kernels in these big 50 pound bags. And then we turn them into oatmeal, oat flour, we cook with it. And it just has saved us so much money because buying little tiny bags of oat flour is so expensive. Where do you find it? Um, so crazy enough, most grocery stores will bulk order for you. And so, yeah. So if they have a bulk section, like those big barrels, you know, where you scoop things out or bins oh, yeah. and things out, they'll usually bulk order for you, but there are awesome places online these days. Like there's a place called Azure standard and you can, um, buy almost anything in bulk. And pick it up from them. So spell that for for our listeners. Yeah, it's a z u r e mm-hmm. standard dot com. I'm over here taking notes, ladies. This is so oh, good. good. I yeah. love it. I'm learning, learning. Yeah. So buying in bulk is a huge help for big families. That is number one for me. And number two is if an item I use constantly is on sale, you better believe I'm going to stock up on it when it's on sale. Yeah. So it's just being wise with the money, you know. And then what about, what about for spouses? Cause I know that has, you know, oh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah. cause with the no. kids, you know, there's a gate, but for spouses, I've had a significant number of clients over the years with training where they would talk about with the food part, that was a big challenge. And so what, what's the experience with that? It's, it's probably women's biggest challenge yeah. is the men. They don't want to jump on board. So Again, sort of the same things as with the kids. Like I tell them like, okay, swap out your ketchup and just tell them, hey, it's the exact same price. Or a lot of times store brands like Walmart, Kroger, they'll have their organic brands for actually cheaper than the regular stuff. Mm -hmm. And so be like, oh my gosh, these store brands organic is actually cheaper than the other regular stuff and show him, you know, show on a receipt. Um, But then also I tell them just to educate a little bit here and there. They don't want to be drowned with the info. They could care less, but it's just like one cool little thing. Like, oh my gosh, I found this barbecue sauce, cheaper organic as a Kroger brand. And did you know the cool thing about organic? It means, and like educate something on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's constantly. Yeah, it's baby steps showing them you can find it for the same price educating them on it, but then being consistent with it, just like you are with the kids, like, Hey, we're going to have a fruit and vegetable every night for dinner. Mm -hmm. But then also, um, I think, like I said, the consistency is the key for the guy too, because they think it is this new diet. Oh, you just found this new diet on social media. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Don't spend hundreds of dollars on this new diet, you know? So if they just make little baby steps, eventually the men come around. So good. And what about, you know, I, I get another comment that I've heard quite a bit is where, you know, you have that person, they're working in an office job and they're like, well, I just have to like eat chocolate in the middle of the day. Cause I just, I start to crash or I have to drink that, you know, several cups of coffee or they're driving late at night. Well, I just have to get the Red Bull, right? All these different things. And, and they're filling their body with junk to get that sugar high, which then we know is <laughs> chromosome and everything else crash and burn, crash and, burn. Uh, and God bless your adrenals. And so what, you know, what do you say to those people? 
Well, I'm trying to teach this and it's really hard, but I'm trying to teach that your body has symptoms and that if they're, if something's off, it means your body's trying to talk to you. Your body cannot verbally tell you. So if you're constantly crashing every day at two o'clock, this is the biggest one I get from stay at home moms um, or even working moms. They're like by two, three in the afternoon, I am just crashing. And I'm like, okay, that's not normal. That is your body talking to you. So listen to it and let's fix the problem. Your body is begging for help. Mm-hmm. So your body is telling you like, Hey, your cortisol levels are probably off. Like let's support your cortisol. Mm-hmm. So where's that coming from your adrenals? Okay. So let's support your adrenals. You know what I mean? Like we've got to like know the basics of our bodies. Yeah. This is, here's another analogy that I give people. If you were gifted a Lamborghini, If I was gifted a Lamborghini, I would read that manual. I would look online all about the Lamborghini, when I, what type of gas I need to give it, when I needed to do the oil change, what I needed to do to service it. Right. I've been gifted this amazing gift. I'm not going to destroy it. Well, the same as with your body and your health, you've been gifted this amazing priceless gift, but yet we don't even know the basics of how to take care of it. Mm. We don't understand how to fuel it properly, properly. Like you said earlier, what type of gas to give it, when to change the oil, you know, all these basics, we don't know the basics. So on my account, I'm trying to teach some basics as well. And so like, Hey, if you're having this issue, maybe you're low in magnesium. If you're having this issue, maybe your liver needs some support. You know, if you're crashing every day, maybe it's low on B vitamins, maybe low on vitamin D, but it could also be your cortisol or your adrenals. So let's learn these basics about our body so that then we can address them rather than just masking them all the time with caffeine or sugar, whatever it is. I love that, Carolyn, because we really don't, we're not educated on our bodies and we've, we've gotten to this society of everybody wants someone to do something for them and we want to take a pill and have a quick fix. And so you go in and you, you try to get a quick fix, but quick fixes are band-aids and they're never the solution. I know. And you know what one always gets me for women is, and I was the same way. So there's no judging or criticism here, but we deal with this monthly cycle and most women don't know very much about it because I say that. Okay. So my 16 year old daughter, like I said, has these friends with terrible PMS. They are, they have to be checked out of school. They lay in bed for hours and hours. They just are cramping all these things. And I'm like, girls, this is not right. Like this is your body screaming for help. And it's amazing how many people deal with PMS, like it's out of control. And so we just need to know the basics. Like, Hey, did you know that you might be low in magnesium? Maybe that's causing some of these PMS issues, or you might be low in omega threes. Omega threes are really important in the building blocks of hormones and things like that. So maybe you're low in omega threes, maybe your inflammation's really high and some turmeric would help. You know what I mean? Like there's just these basics mm-hmm. of women's health that a lot of us don't know. And so we've got to just learn these basics about our bodies. We don't need to be doctors, but just the basics of how we can help our own bodies. I, I love, love that. Yeah. I love that. You but to most people it's not. Yes. Well, and and I love that you mentioned that with the cycles, because I think that's one area and it's, I'm pretty passionate about the whole topic because I think, you know, for so long, 
doctors have just been prescribing birth control. And again, it's just masking and not only just masking, it's actually, actually causing, you know, so many, so many health issues. And, and so it's, you know, we're eating all organic and we're staying away from this and this, but then, you know, women are using birth control, right. And they're putting, so it's like, oh, let's take all the toxins and let's take all the things out, but then we're actually going to be directly putting them in (laughs) that way. And I think one of the things that someone that women don't realize is that it's not normal to be cramping every month. It's not normal to feel horrible before your period. It's not, you know, and we've taken it, I think culturally it's almost become, Oh, well, that's just the way it is. It's just part of being a woman when that's actually not true. You know, you don't have to feel horrible every month before your cycle and, right. you know, and learning. We've had, yeah. And we've actually had, um, and I don't think we've had her on, on, on the show yet, but we've, um, a gal who she she teaches natural family planning and she'll talk about there's ways that every every girl needs to learn how to chart their cycle, you know, because you can learn so much about your health, about, you know, whether you're healthy or not based off of your cycle. It's not just about pregnancy or not pregnancy. It's actually so much more than that. And so I just I love that you brought that up because, again, you know, what we're putting in our body and on our body it does impact your hormones, which does impact your cycle, which does impact all of those things that are important to living a healthy, energetic, vital, you know, we're full of vitality kind of life. Right. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Carolyn, we just really appreciate you so much. You're such a wealth of knowledge and we're really excited um, for our listeners to get to hear all your wisdom and to be able to check out your stuff um, before we leave them with some of the uh, how they can contact you and find your goodness. Um, one of the questions we love to ask our guests, our guests is how are you watering your grass this week? And what would you like to recommend to our listeners to water their grass? So, okay. Because I've dealt with mental health. Yeah. Uh, there's two things that are really important for me every day. So I water my grass this way, uh-huh. but um, I working out like just moving, going for a walk, going to the gym, doing something, the studies out there of how exercise helps you mentally Mm -hmm. is the amount of studies are amazing. It's incredible. Um, moving your body does so much for detoxing so much for your hormones, so much for your mental health. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so if people aren't feeling great, that's like one of the places I tell them to start is just get moving it's amazing what will happen to your body. Mm-hmm. So that, and then, um, I always love to start the day with a prayer mm-hmm. and end the day with a prayer. And so those are important to me and that just helps me, um, water my grass as well. So those are my two. You're a woman after our own heart. We're both big worker routers and love to pray. That's our bookend. It is. Well, I know you always have a big Black Friday sale, so stay tuned for that. And we, how can our listeners find you? We'll be posting it all in the show notes, but how can they find you? So on Instagram, I'm just dot ingredients to like separate those words. Um, like I said before, there is a Facebook group now. I am starting TikTok, but there is an um, a website, justingredients.us. And on here, I tell a lot of my favorites because people are constantly asking me like, what shampoo does your daughter use? What shaving cream do your boys like? Or what supplements do you give your kids? Um, And so it's all on there. So all my favorite 
supplements, cleaning supplies, makeup. That's how I bought all my pots and pans. I threw out all my old ones with tef Teflon or whatever it is. And I'm like, whoa, what does Carolyn use? All right, I'm going to put on all your links. <laughs> oh, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, so I have that, which is a really good resource for people. And on there are a lot of free downloads of just where people can start. Mm, um, and awesome. then I also have a podcast as well. So yes. just audience podcast, so which is super fun. So any of those places, they can find me. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's been so wonderful. And I've learned so much. And I know our listeners, listeners will learn so much. So if you don't have our ingredients, just ingredients or her products, go get them. They're awesome. We both have experience for years with them and we love them. And it's actually, I, I gifted your stuff last year for Christmas. I'll be gifting it again because I'm like, oh, we, don't, awesome. we don't need more stuff. We need consumption. So I gave your hot chocolate to everybody last year and made a cute little thing with it. So oh, that's awesome. Check her out. She's awesome. And we just appreciate you. And we'll see you all next week on Girl Water Your Grass. Bye. Bye.